Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. everybody doing? I'm so excited to be joining you. Uh, two, two places. Look at me go. Um, I am okay. So I have two questions. If you have questions, please feel free to type them in the comments. I love that I type like this. We I have two questions that people sent in. Um, uh, one is what are anchor thoughts? I realize that I use um, some cognitive behavioral tools and don't always define them and expect people to just know them. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how do I manage my mind in the moment? Someone sent that to me. Um, it was, I still get irate by a Facebook post. Like, yeah, of course you do. Our brains are designed to protect us. Our desi- brains are designed to feel emotions. And doing the work of cognitive behavioral therapy or psychology or coaching, sweet friends, we're still going to have emotions. We want to always have our emotional experiences. Or guess what? We're robots and we're not loving. We're not experiencing life. We're not feeling the fullness of our experience. And so I want us to just do the work to feel all the things. And I'm also excited to introduce, speaking of feeling all the things, I have a feel better now challenge coming up March 1st through the 9th. We're going to talk about all the things like how to feel your emotions. What are your current emotions that you, that predominate, um, how you experience the world. And then secondly, like what are your patterns? Are you an avoider? Do you distract from your emotions? Do you, like I did yesterday, I needed to work, right? I needed to do some work and I didn't want to do it. So guess what I did? I made a Instagram uh, story. I did everything. I did my laundry, right? That to avoid doing the thing that I needed to do to avoid the feeling of like annoyance. So how are we to feel better? We have to get clear about what is happening and the way that we habitually react to our lives. So we're going to talk about that. But first, what are anchor thoughts? And please know that you can type in, since I'm live in both places, I'm so fancy now, you can type in any questions. Um, And uh, I'm happy to answer any questions. But what are anchor thoughts? Anchor thoughts are thoughts that we want to think or that we are thinking now that hold us to our present moment, that anchor us to the truth of what we want to believe. So we use our prefrontal cortex to create thoughts on purpose, to decide that even if our primitive brain's telling us that we should be afraid, even if our primitive brain is like telling us messages of fear over and over because that's what it's designed to do, right? We can create thoughts that anchor us to 
the moment, the truth, the the beauty, the the courage that we want to feel. And so uh, I'm not sure what's going on with my hair in this moment, but so often our brain, if left unattended, is like an angsty toddler or teenager, right? They're both, they're both the same, right? It's going to create feelings or it's going to create thoughts that I'm not good enough or everything I try to do is is not working out or is challenged or is having all the problems. And so what we understand is that we can think thoughts on purpose. And these anchor thoughts can, can we can use these anchor thoughts to actually rewire our brains. What we know about our sweet little brains, friends, is that we actually have a negativity bias built into our brains. So again, if left unattended, our brains will immediately go to the negative. Our brains will immediately go to what has gone wrong, the, the criticisms, all the things that um, are, we believe is wrong with us. Our brain wants to practice and it has, has a lot, a history of practicing those negative thoughts. And so when we just think those negative thoughts again and again, it becomes wired into our brains. And we know that is true of our brains right now. And so when we decide to run a new thought, to create a new thought, to really understand that we get to wire in new, new thoughts, we use these anchor thoughts to practice over and over again. So what I love to do and what I recommend is that you take an anchor thought. Let me give you some. I let you know, I love to use a lot of times. Let me say this. A lot of times people see anchor thoughts as affirmations, but I call them anchor thoughts because affirmations are oftentimes too far out there. They're like, I'm making a million dollars. Your brain, that your brain's going to be like, yeah, no. And because of confirmation bias, another part of what our brain um, will do, your brain's going to be like, I, I don't believe that for a hot second. So I'm going to reject that thought. And in fact, I'm going to look for all the reasons that that thought is not true. So I want you to work with thoughts that your brain can believe right now, those anchor thoughts that will anchor you to the truth of what you want to believe. Um, but are not too far out there to make your brain, um, yes, are more logical for my practical brain. Amen. And what we often do with anger thoughts is we start, I don't have my blood, I don't have my fancy um, whiteboard. We start with our current thought. So let's say your current thought is, I'm not doing enough right now. Is that my current thought? I don't know. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough as a mom. I'm not doing enough as an employee. I'm not doing enough in my business. And what is your goal thought? Your goal thought would be, I'm always doing what I need to be doing. Everything is working out. But here's the deal. Our brains might not be able to believe that goal thought. So we're going we're gonna to climb up the ladder of belief and we're going to baby step our way there. So if your current thought is, I'm not doing what I should be doing, nothing is working out, or I'm not doing the things, we're going to climb the ladder one step up, and we're going to have the thought, 
I believe at times I'm doing what I need to be doing, or it's possible that I'm always doing what I need to be doing. And that would be your anchor thought. But this is completely based on your brain. I can give you, as a coach, I give people lots of ideas of what their anchor thoughts could be. But we have to put it in your language. We have to put it in a way that your brain will believe and not reject. That's why I think this seems so simple on the surface. But in actuality, getting your brain to believe new thoughts is quite nuanced and it's actually quite difficult at times. So we're going to we're going to um, we're going to go with the anchor thought. We're going to create a new anchor thought that we're going to believe over and over again it, and it would be I am learning to do what I need to do right now. I'm learning to believe in myself. I'm learning to believe that I'm doing what I need to be doing right now. So I'm so excited for this because you're going to then take post-it notes. I have these post-it notes. I put them everywhere and you're going to put your anchor thought on it. Now, I often will draw an anchor. I don't know if you can, I'll, I'll, I'll draw it for you. So I know it's my anchor thought. Look how, look how beautiful that is. <laughs> and so I'm going to write, I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing right now. Okay. And I'm going to write that. I'm going to put that up all over. And each time my brain wants to go to the thought, I'm not doing what I need to be doing. I go to my anchor thought. I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing right now. How does that make you feel? I feel hopeful, I feel committed, I feel good when I have the thought I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing right now. My other anchor thought that I have up everywhere is I'm figuring it out. So I want you to put them in I am statements. Your anchor thought is going to be, I am figuring it out. I am doing exactly what I need to be doing. I am strong. I am courageous. And if you need to climb the ladder of belief, climb the ladder of thoughts, remember I teach that um, beliefs are just thoughts you practice over and over again. So if you need to climb the ladder of belief, I love to use qualifiers like perhaps Sometimes I believe it's possible to get your brain not to panic from going, I'm not doing what I need to be doing to my goal thought is I'm always doing or I'm always being exactly who I need to be or doing exactly what I need to be doing. So we're going to like <laughs> climb up that ladder. I always say like we're in that pit of despair. Now, maybe it's not that dramatic. Maybe you're not in a pit of despair but you are in a hole. And oftentimes we wanna get out of the hole and we look up and it's too far to get out. We're like, uh, hard pass, I'm just gonna stay here. Thinking this thought that feels terrible because to get to that goal thought, that new thought requires, I can't jump out of here. I can't jump out of this hole. I can't jump out of this pit. And so we're gonna just, 
climb out of it together. You are never alone. And also what I want to remind you, remind you with passion and enthusiasm is that when you are in that pit of despair or those, those thoughts that you've thought over and over again that aren't serving you and you want to let go of those thoughts, but when you look outside of that hole, you, you can't see yourself jumping out of that. Nothing is wrong with the thought you are having right now inside that pit. Because here's the deal. We ask ourselves three things. Why, why are we having that thought? Oftentimes it's for self-preservation, right? It's for, it's for, it's just something that was given to us. And then I also want you to ask yourself, like when you have the thought, I'm not doing it right. I'm not doing what I need to be doing right now. What does that thought say about you and your core values? When people have the thought, I'm not doing it right, I'm not doing what I need to be doing, it tells me some things about them, even if their brains can't recognize it. It tells me that they are deeply caring. They want to do what is right, that they want to get out of this, this pit of despair, or even that like I'm not doing what I should be doing shows me that they care that they want to do what is right. They want to learn and they want to grow. So I want us to not say that when we are having a thought that isn't serving us, that that thought is wrong. It's not wrong. That thought is there because you, sweet friends, are, are we are self-preserving peoples. Our brains are naturally designed to keep us safe. It's that primitive brain, part of the primitive brain's role is to keep us safe, to help us avoid danger. So nothing has gone wrong. I'm convinced that once we decide that nothing, when we're having thoughts that aren't serving us, but those thoughts aren't wrong by itself, we are able to change. Once we accept ourselves and our thoughts and the thoughts create our emotions, we are set free. We are allowed, we allow ourselves to change in that moment. So often we fight against our brain. We're like, oh, I shouldn't be having the thought. I'm not doing, I don't have what it takes. I'm not good enough. And so it is in that fight that our brain resists and we can't give give up that thought or release that thought. So the more work we can do to accept ourselves, accept our brains, accept our thoughts, to accept the experience of having a triune brain, three parts of our brain, the, the primitive brain, the emotional part of our brain, that limbic system, the amygdala, and then that cortex, that prefrontal cortex, when we work with that instead of against it, we are set free. Not that I'm overly uh, dramatic about this, but we are. And that changes our lives and that changes our experience in the world. And so when we use, I love how I started with anger thoughts and I'm like, we're changing our lives. But what we are doing 
by using anchor thoughts, by putting them all around us, is we are reminding our brains that we, in each moment, have the opportunity to think new thoughts. In each moment, we have the opportunity to create a new emotional experience. What does the founder, one of the founders of CBT say? That we, it, only us, we can construct self-helping, thinking, feeling, and acting, as well as self-destructive behaviors, thoughts, and emotions. And when we create new thoughts, we are rewiring our brains in each new thought, but it is the practice of the new thoughts that will change our lives. Oftentimes we think that we just think the thought one time and then miraculously we'll have rewired our brain. No, it takes repeated practice. You have to create as many thoughts, right? I am doing exactly what I need to be doing. I'm figuring it out. I am strong. I am courageous. I am going to do this even when I'm scared. Those thoughts are what rewire your brain. And so you're going to anchor with my beautiful anchor that I drew. You're going to put them everywhere. And you're going to remind yourself that you can do this, that you are able, and that your brain is miraculous. Neuroplasticity. Thank you. Hallelujah. Also, um, can we just get a hallelujah for the sun, right? Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. And then how do I manage my mind in the moment? I still get irate by a Facebook post. I still still snap at people. <laughs> okay, so so much to say about this, right? Here's the deal. We're going to have we're going to have all the feelings, right? We're going to still we have brains. I do not want to shut down my emotions. I do not want my client, I don't want anybody in the world to shut off their emotions, because what that tells me is that they've like severed their emotional part of their brain. That was designed to feel all the emotions. And here's the deal. There isn't an emotion that's too scary. There's not an emotion that will shut us down. And I, I deeply know that. Can I say this? Like, you may think that your brain can't handle emotions. And I know deeply this experience of shutting down specific emotions. You, some of you know, or I'm about to tell you, that I experienced a, um, an assault that was so, a, a sexual assault that was so horrific and so painful that I decided that my emotions were not safe. I didn't tell anybody about it. And if you've read The Body Keeps the Score, you will see that nothing went wrong and that my experience of this assault and this, this, this experience was typical of someone with PTSD, right? But I severed all my emotions. I decided that, right, this is my hand model of the brain. If you're like, why is she holding up her hand? I decided that every emotion was not safe for me. So I became numb, I became numb to everything. And that is not living, sweet friends. 
My passion is to help everyone experience the breadth and depth of life. And that comes from feeling all of our feelings, from experiencing those feelings in our bodies, in our, like, in our felt sense of the world. And also, sweet friends, I'm on a mission. A lot of people don't know that we have, like, we experience emotions here, and we also experience emotions in our second brain, in that enteric nervous system in our stomachs. Do you know, sweet friends, that 95% of our serotonin is stored in our gut, right? So we are also experiencing emotions in all places of our bodies, and that's oftentimes why we say, like, oh, I have butterflies in my stomach, or my chest is is um, heavy or hard. This is why we feel our emotions in our bodies. And when we understand that emotions are just vibrations, we deeply know that we can experience any emotion without it killing us. So the question, long roundabout way of answering, how do I manage my mind in the moment? is that when we are resisting emotion, it's hard to manage our mind. And managing our mind really is the experience of saying, this is what I feel right now. And instead of trying to shove it down, we're like, I feel annoyed by this Facebook post. I just do. This person's annoying to me or what they said is annoying, instead of shoving it down and being like, I'm fine, everything's fine. We're gonna acknowledge it, but we're not gonna overreact to it. Remember, you have, well, four ways that we react to emotions. Four options, when emotions are, when we experience emotion, the four options. One is to resist it, so you're gonna shove it down. Two is to distract from it. You feel an emotion, you feel irate, and you're like, well, I'm gonna eat some food. I'm gonna drink a glass of wine. I won't feel irate anymore. True, you might feel, I don't know, more irate, less irate, but you're distracting from the emotion. The emotional experience is still there. The thought that created the emotion is still there. It's not going away, sweet friends. So distracting, resisting the emotion doesn't actually work. It still stays, that thought stays stuck in our brains. The third is my favorite. And third is overreacting to the emotion. That's the third option. And so what does that look like? You're like, oh, that person wrote that on the Facebooks. I'm going to respond to them by sending them a mean message back. That is overreacting. And here's the deal. Sweet friends, we all do it. I always say, catch yourself on the bounce. Like you're not going to be perfect and you're going to overreact to your emotions. Do it. And sometimes reacting, like feeling your feelings is responding, is saying, how dare you? (laughs) But we choose that not from a reactive place, but we choose to do something about how we think and how we feel from a place of like, I own this. They didn't make me feel this way. I own how I think and how I feel. I choose that. I am not giving my power away to this 
person, I don't know why I said this person, I choose how I get to respond. And the fourth option we have when feelings come up is just to feel the feeling. Also, heads up, you know I introduced at the beginning of this the Feel Better Now Challenge from March 1st through March 9th. I get it. Um, so act like you didn't learn this because I want you to come to the challenge where I teach you what I just taught you. And I teach you um, how to, we, oh, then we go through the steps of how to feel our emotions. And then we go through the steps of how to identify what thought is creating the emotion. So often, sweet friends, we have these emotions in our bodies, right? We have these emotional experiences. And we do not understand or do not identify the thought that is creating it. And until we get to the thought that is creating the emotion, we're going to keep feeling that emotion. So we're going to do all this work for nine days. It'll be six days of like lives with me, 30 minutes. You know, I'm going to keep it at 30 minutes. You know how well I do it sticking to my time frame. Not very well, but we're going to try it. And I want you to know that the process of managing your mind is always, always available to you. When you feel battered, when you feel like caught in the waves of those emotional experiences and it's, it's like hitting you over and over again, the best thing that we can do is to feel into that, is to breathe into that, those emotions. And that is the deep work, my friends. Okay, so I went five minutes over, but I love you all. If you have questions for me, you know I go live every Friday. So I don't want you to miss the opportunity to ask me a question. Send me an email, hello at jessicastong.com if you have any questions for me. I got you. I want you all. We're going to leave here and you're all going to write a new anchor thought for yourself. What do you want to think today? And what do you want to practice today? Mine is, I choose life. I'm really, you got, for some of you, I'm trying to get my health back in order. I choose life. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to feel good. Uh, because I choose health, I choose my health. So it's I am, I choose, I, I will for those anchor thoughts. Okay, I am healthy. I love you all. Have a great and courageous week. Now, remember, this is always like, how do I end it? We're going to figure it out. Okay, bye, sweet friends. And as always, I want to remind you, if you want more information about how to work with me, if you really um, have heard anything on this episode that you're like, wait a minute, you can go to jessicastong.com. You can learn more information about the Courageous Life Society, a group coaching membership that really helps you take all this information and apply it. And also you can get more information about one-on-one -on -one coaching. Thank you so much and have a great and courageous week, everyone.